millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. At what point when you're, when you know, when you're making a track, do you kind of lose sight of it? as various people's individual ideas and it just becomes the expression of like the group as a whole sheesh um great question yes great one i really think when all the like pieces come together like like when we're able to write the verses and, and actually like track them track them you know what i'm saying and see how every record i mean i record every verse or like hook or whatever lines up together yeah. i think once we have like that like kind of you know, portrait painted a bit. We're able to kind of sit back and kind of be like, okay, what should we do here, there? And then I think at that point it becomes smooth sailing where it's just like, it feels like now it's, now it's like more of an expression. Once we kind of like, ooh, like just sitting back and looking at it kind of thing or listening kind of thing. Does it change much once it's got to that point where you're kind of able to sit back and look at it as a whole? Uh, a bit. I mean, once I guess maybe when it gets into like the mixing, the mixing phase, it kind of, it kind of changes into some other shit. And and it definitely like begins to turn into something else. Which you're like, oh shit! Like you know what I mean? I, w- I guess I wouldn't say too much, but once we have something that we really like, like kind of like sit on it. But when everything is like ready, Iggy and Kenny is starting to like mix that vision, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> starting to go up. And like, granted, yeah. man, like granted, just to add to what Josh was saying, like granted, like we're human, so like it doesn't always like just fucking come out like this fucking amazing thing but i mean like i think we're just lucky enough to like be in a group with all these people everyone like just brings a certain energy to the table man and it's just like when it all just like fucking formulates like right like it's like like it's just fucking like beautiful like it just it's it, it's it's seamless you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i guess after that happens man it's just like like yeah like josh said it's like an expression because like i'm not even thinking about like making a song anymore i'm just like chilling everybody's just we just vibing and and then and, 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 and then we leave and then we leave with that bounce we like yo yo bounce that yo yo bounce that real quick so play this on, the, on the way home on the way home bro like, like please just bounce just that. please don't forget <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> You're saying there as well, you know, that you're human and not everything is going to come together to make an amazing piece of work. How far do you typically like develop an idea before you reject it and decide that maybe it's not worked out how you would have liked it to or imagined initially? I think it, it varies. Like, yeah, yeah I think it varies. Yeah, where it varies. Like, sometimes we'll know instantly after we track it. And we're like, ah, eh, this is kind of weird. This ain't it. This ain't it. Right. right exactly. And then there'll be moments where like we'll do something and then it's like, oh, you know, I think this is cool. Like, you know, we'll 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 we'll, we'll take it home with us and, you know, kind of live with it for a little bit, then come back and be like, yeah, nah, that shit is kind of whack. <laughs> <laughs> facts, so facts, it, it, it kind of it, it varies. Um, it's not really one set definitely. I feel like we're, we're and, then, and, then, and then and then even in that process, like sometimes it'd be like, yo, let's sit with this for a little bit, boom, boom, boom. And then somebody else will get a new idea and then a new idea will just like take it to another level. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then the song becomes, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more like, like widely, like widely accepted within the group and shit. But yeah, sometimes we dub, sometimes we dub shit like, like, like minutes after we record this track, like we like, 
yeah, this ain't really it. <laughs> shit, like, kind of whack. Like, yeah. <laughs> you really know, you'll know in, like, the moment. Like, like really, like, in the moment kind of thing. Like, you know, in the moment could appear instantly or fucking the fucking next day or the next week. You were saying there as well, you know, that someone else can, can have a new idea and that can kind of change it. How does that change the energy in the room when someone else has a new idea like that that sparks something and changes how a song feels or is structured or is kind of existing? Uh, man, like, it was fire. If it's fucking cracked, like, everything kind of just, like, oh, like, because the song, it might have just needed that. You feel me? It might have just needed yeah. for me personally from what I've experienced, like, um, it might just, yeah, it might just needed that, like, somebody to come in there with, like, something that just shifts the whole, like, trajectory of the song in my mind where like oh now i get it oh okay we're like this might need dub or like oh that was a great idea for oh my gosh that was ill like what you, you know what i'm saying like it really like it, it it could really like take the whole shit up another notch for real um, yeah or so someone just like checking some you know what i'm saying like it's like it's like oh like like Josh would be like, yo, Mitch, like, yo, try to deliver the verse this way. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, try to say it this way or, or bring it up right here. Bring it down right there. You know what I'm saying? Just take it in stride and just try to make it better and shit. Well, well. Can you think of an example of that on this record where that happened? On V-Day? V-Day. Let me think. Where that shit was, was prominent. There's a, f- I want to say there's a, a lot of time. things that changed, right? Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there was a few things that definitely got got switched up. That got like flipped around. I, I would say, I guess personally, for um, well, not necessarily, well, not necessarily personally, but the last, the last track, the V Day, it was only like a, it's like an interlude, you know, or outro. But you know, I recorded bass for it, the 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 lead vocals. And it was just that for a while, and you know it was it was great. We was like, "Oh, this shit's hard." Facts, like, facts. But then you know, Maddie pulled up, and like she laid down these the uh, dub like dubs over, and like fucking melodies over the shit. She harmonized the fuck out of it. Then I was like, "Oh shit!" Like we just, <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, what I mean? it, like changed the whole like it just it just changed the feel like. It, it remained it still remained like good but like it facts, was facts. you know i think yeah. that was that for me that's that's like a, a pretty tight example of when like somebody added something after and it just was like fuck this shit is crazy and again that just brings back like the like like just the the dopeness of just having all of us nine nine motherfuckers in a group you know what i'm saying just to continue yeah. to just like take shit to the next level, put that little seasoning, that little sprinkling on there. You know what I'm right. saying? That's and it just, yeah, it's like, it just, it's, it's, it's dope. Yeah. Is there like an optimal, you know, number of people in a room at the one time, which you feel kind of leads to your best creativity? Eight, nine. Yeah, <laughs> all of us. Yeah. <laughs> that's the dopest, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. All of us. That actually works. That works better. That works better for us than like. Oh yeah. Um. Than like. I mean, we you know we we do shit where it's like not all of us, but like that shit still come out crazy. But when it's like all eight of us or nine, you know, depending on if Danny can be there, is that's the best. That's the best. Yeah, that's the best case, man. That's the best case scenario, because bro, like you know, how sometimes we talked about like having to sit with a track or whatever the case may be. With all of us there, it's like. Pretty much, man, we just like kinda like we just kinda get shit done. Like or you know what I'm saying, like 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 mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's rare to get all of us in um um in the studio at the same time. Well well not factoring in Denny, but I think more times than not it's like all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as close as as close as we can get to that get to that eight or nine is, is the best for me because everybody gets it out right there and everybody you know what I'm saying? Uh it just it it, it just furthers that like that that melting pot of creativity, like right there on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Like just the other night, man, like that like that shit was mad dope. Like uh Kenny, yeah. um, um one of the producers, he just made a beat right there on the spot. We all just chilling, bullshit and kicking it, playing Madden or whatever, Call of Duty, whatever they was playing. And Kenny's just cook Kenny's just cooking up a beat. We go in there, listen to the beat. Josh gets an idea, Maddie gets an idea, I get an idea, boom, 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 record the verse and then you know what I'm saying? It just it's yeah. just it's, it's just it's just super dope to be able to Word. do that. So that would be my yeah. answer. All of us, <laughs> all of us together. 
straight up. Is, do you all bring quite different energies to the room? Does everyone kind of have quite a different role and approach to the process or? As far as like the, like writing, like the creation of the records, right? Yeah. I think that varies as well. 100%. I think um, in one record you might have, you know, Mitch or whoever like being, being hype or they might, you know, or it just depends on how the record like speaks to the individual in that moment. You know, where it could be like, oh, I, I want to write some crazy shit right here or some more like excited shit. Or I can hear something and be like, oh, I actually want to like slow this down and like be very like ethereal. <laughs> like it really, just, it, it, I think that varies well. If that answers your question, um, uh, um, I feel like, yeah, it definitely depends on on how the record might speak to us at the moment. I mean, you mentioned vida as well there a little bit early no a little a few, kind of few minutes back when you were bringing someone else when it, you know you said maddie came in and it kind of changed the song was that what gave it its kind of dreamlike edge was that what was kind of changing there in that moment yeah for sure i think so like it just really brought the motherfucker out like you know what I mean? it really, like it really brightened up the whole song that there was something there um, for that song, like in particular, but yeah, that's I think that's a great that's actually like a really good example. Yeah, I never even like knew that that shit needed that because we just thought that that shit sounded perfect, man. Right, right. And then just to add more to it is just like, yeah, man, definitely yeah. took it to another level. We didn't even know that it needed that. So when I mean, you mentioned how it brightened it up there as well, that's the kind of same thing on uh, you know Nobis that comes before it where you kind of have those two pieces and it kind of switches like halfway through like a minute in or whatever and it gets a lot brighter. Was that initially kind yeah. of two pieces coming together or how did that shift and that transition in the middle of that song kind of come about? You know, that's how the production was actually done, where it went from this like kind of crazy, um, you know, where it just felt very like abrasive and then it transitioned into something that um, that felt more pretty, I guess for lack of a better term that happened in the production so that's how we actually like tapped the record and that song actually was like one of the hardest ones to write at the time i remember we, we kind of like we're trying to figure out how we would approach it but like once we did like get it it like became so that's like my favorite song on the album. <laughs> um or top two top three um but yeah no that it, it definitely that specifically was already kind of built into the record so i guess I was more of an intentional thing. And then when it, when it came down to us, like kind of performing over it, we just followed along with the, how the beat was made. Um, we actually, yeah, cause we, cause it was, it was, I can't even really tell you like, as far as like the the real, like, you know, like, boom, it really, that record was like, the beat was already there. Iggy came in like, yo, check this one out. <laughs> and then we heard it and then it was like, oh shit. So I think we just followed along with the, with the yeah. They already like they already just created that 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 stage, you know what I'm saying? Like they they already created that world, like <laughs> and then we just like pretty much just like yeah. Just kind of follow suit. Follow suit on that bit. Do the lyrics ever kind of develop separately from the beat, or do you need a beat to kind of trigger that part of your brain where that stream of consciousness can begin? Yeah, not usually nine times out of ten, it's 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 the production first. Yeah, one hundred percent for me, one hundred percent production. I think there might have been only like there was only one time I can remember, and we never even used it. Where it was Iggy asked me, "Yo, write something um, that I can like kind of build something over," and I did that shit, and he was like, "Yeah, that shit's hard," but we never did nothing to it. So yeah, hundred percent of the time, I got a I got a second niche with that. Yeah, um, but it's, it's the production and then. And Hell then, yeah, man. Yeah, we did. And then from there, something just take off on it. At what point do you get an idea of all of how you want to kind of produce your vocals on a track? I'm thinking about something like Atrophied, where mm -hmm. you've kind of got quite a little bit of vocal effects going on there. I guess it, it depends on like, I guess how you how you write it. Like with me, specifically for Atrophied, because that's that's like how my process is. Usually, I'll write the I'll write the song. While I'm writing it, I'll think about how just exactly I'm going to execute it, whether it's tone, if there is harmony ideas. I think usually when the if there's a harmony or, or any ad libs, that will be done like kind of on the spot for me. Like I'll go in there, I'll do my thing, and then like I'll think about, oh, how can I do something to bring that out? Um, 
bring out the vocals and, and, and make the song kind of like really pop and shit. And that's kind of what I did on for Atrophy. Atrophy's so old too. Like I'm trying to remember back to that time when I did it because I was like, the first <laughs> song I mean, Iggy ever did. And like, I was like over, it's about to, it's over two years ago. So I'm like, trying, but I, from, from what I can recall yet, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it hasn't really changed. You know, it's been the same kind of just look like I'll write it, think about exactly while I'm writing, like, oh, this word would sound dope if I did this. This section right here would sound dope if I said it like that, if I performed it like that. So it really comes with the writing, just natural. So the whole the whole record was done over two years, kind of a two-year period. Yeah. You, well, no, well, as a matter of, no, not like, like, yeah, um, almost a year, almost a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, Maybe about like 10, 10, 10 months we had that shit done. Yeah, that's a fact. Right? Like, that's now, about, just about we had that shit done in like 2019 but we had to then shift and try to focus on how we were going to like put it out for people to kind of give a fuck that was that was that was the next part <laughs> that's why i kind of like because we would have put it out like you know at the time we would have put it out but it just wouldn't have we would have probably released it on, on some deaf ears so we didn't want that um but yeah now it took about 10 months like that said where we just locked in and finished it what's happening in that year following them when you're trying to figure out a way to get it to as many people as possible how does that process kind of start oh man thank god for like i say yeah. thank god for like <laughs> our managers um they kind of helped they kind of came on at the right time you know if it was just us we would have got it we would have gotten it right regardless i, I believe in us wholeheartedly we definitely, but definitely. I, I definitely see just our managers our management as like a part of that story um, and, and yeah. they connected a lot of dots, man. They connected yeah. a lot of dots. Um, whereas us doing it ourselves, we would have kind of, I mean, I think we'd be able to figure it out, like Josh said, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like, kind of just like, like one and done. Like, yo, we need this, we need that, boom, boom, boom. And, and, and they're fucking on it. <laughs> like, right, right. So. And vice versa is if it's like, yo, this is what we have. Can y'all, what can we do here, here, here? They're like, okay, but we could do this, this. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, cool. They yeah, really, really connected the dots. Like they said. That really helped us in terms of like getting the music in front of the right people and in front of people, period. Was, so I know we were saying that it was kind of written over that 10 months and then you have the year following it where you're kind of figuring out how to get into people's hands. Did every time I die was that like two weeks before the record came out that kind of fell into place or was that every time I die? You talking about like the that was you you talking about like the written like the record itself, right? Yeah. That that song. Nah, I think that song was done very early in the process of day. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I remember, really I remember that to night. Yeah, I remember that night too. I remember that night too. Yeah, yeah, that was like yeah, we did that. We did we did every time I die. Maybe like the following weekend. Um, we we did steamy, which is like our first one. Yeah, that's really early. Yeah, yeah. it's like at the top because uh, I remember that night we was drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least you remember. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, that, that that record was early in the process. So yeah, yeah, it, that that song, that song is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, crazy. yo, yo. So was so um, well, like. Did it, if I'm understanding the question correctly, was it were you asking like, did we like think that every time I die would be like one of our like like singles that we push or like or no? I was just I thought my impression was that it had been written like a few weeks before the record dropped, like dropped. Oh, yeah, but okay, I, okay. Ben, I don't ben, think ben, I'm getting ben. mixed up. Yeah, I mean the back and forth on every time I die is so sharp. Are you are you recording vocals at the same time for that, or are you tracking it separately? That was actually that was insane. well. Me and Mitch did ours at the same time. I believe Dre had something, or no, I think well Iggy had something, and uh, Iggy and, and Dre, if I'm not mistaken, co-wrote the hook. So at the time, it was that night where we laid down like the the young foundation. Me and Mitch wrote our verses together. We wrote them together, but 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 I don't know. I, I didn't know if you meant did we were we recording them at the same time? Yeah, I mean, just the way you kind of feed off each other's energy and and the way you're kind of just you know back and forth. Yes, yeah, so, so so that definitely came from yeah. We wrote it together, so it 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 worked like that from the jump. But like as far right. as like actually both being in the booth, we did we, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like awesome Motown, awesome Motown shit. <laughs> yeah, we was not we was not Jackson Five in that. 
Please not do that. <laughs> we um yeah <laughs> yeah nah. That would be kind of dope though. Who recorded first? That would be good. Josh. Yeah, Josh was you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the one that hopped in first, and then Mitch hopped in. I hopped in. Boom, Mitch boom. hopped in. Were you listening to each other's takes in between going in and out of the booth? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we definitely were listening to each other's takes. Yeah. It was like, because cause the way it's set up in the studios, when we were actually recording, you can hear it come out the studio. You can hear I mean, come out the studio, out the speakers, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we was all like, it was really like a, a engaged kind of situation. Yeah, it just kind of enables you to feed off the energy of it. You can. That's kind of obviously then why it's so sharp. Facts, facts, facts. Exactly. Yeah, Iggy, exactly. And Iggy is... um. Iggy, like, like most of the time, he's, like, already starting to, like, clean up the verse. Like, after Josh records his shit, like, Iggy's already just like, yo, let me just clean this up a little bit. He's already <laughs> working on it. So then he runs it back a couple times, we hear it, and then, um, you know, so on and so forth. So you get a good feel of the song by the end of, by, you know, the, end of the actual, like, creation of yeah. it. So. Do you say you wrote it together as well? You were kind of writing it with each other that night. Yeah, yeah. like in, yeah. We, 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 we was in B room, right? We was in B. Yeah, right was, we was, was in B room. Yeah, yeah. It was in the, he was in the big B. <laughs> yeah, man. he was in the big B room. Boy. <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah, we wrote it together. Oh, it's because we heard it was like I don't know if it was if that was the idea from Iggs or not. Um, I just know, like I, just, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it was. I think it might have just been how we were feeling, and then we just did that shit. Um, but, but yeah, 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 did that shit in the B room and came back in the A. Fucking, fucking alcohol everywhere. Oh man, that was a good we night. Some, we, yo, I think I think we were swinging Jameson that night. We probably it were. might it might have been some Jameson. <laughs> it might have been some Irish whiskey for real. Like, yeah, <laughs> it might have been the Jamie dog. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie, you gotta you gotta blame because that was a for, that was a night that that was a night that gap that gap yeah, was gap for like, yeah. Right, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it was it was Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yo, your partners, Alex. We had a moment. We just had to. I was trying to rejog my moment, and you, and you really helped us just now, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> is it is it easier to be honest in your music, like like how you're saying there? You know, you're writing it together. Is it easier to be honest and kind of true to yourself in your music when you're operating as a group with other people, and there's a support network like directly there in the music and not just surrounding it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it helps because we all are like in the same page, on the same boat together. So it's easier for us. I personally, for me talking, like we all can relate to about the same shit because we're all going through the same shit. So like a bit more like yeah, smoother to like, kind of or, or 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 feel like we could be open as honest as much as we can. I mean, obviously, on our, our own personal stuff, you know, we, I'm you know we pretty much do the same. But just to be with a bunch of people that you can relate to. You know, based off your surroundings or what you guys are going through together, yeah, one hundred percent. Easier with all of us. Was that something you had from the off, or how long, kind of, after working as a group, did you gain that? Um, I mean, for me, it kind of always felt like, um, like I knew, like I knew we were going to be here. You know what I'm saying? Right. From the beginning, I knew, I knew, I knew we would get here. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like getting too personal on on the verses. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely always wanted to. Um, put the group in a good light with by what i say you know what i mean so I'd, I'd i'd never you know what i'm saying do something that would you know potentially jeopardize <laughs> the outlook of see you soon so i definitely keep it <laughs> i am always very like uh needy of the group's you know like view or or or, or um opinion on what i'm saying what i'm saying so so it, it does factor into me it helps it, it helps me a lot it helps yeah. me a lot to continue to create shit. Same, same as Is that kind of what Forty Seven is about as well? What you were saying there about how you knew the group was going to get here? Oh, yeah, I gotta go back and listen to it. Oh my god, <laughs> yo, that's funny. Um, I, I, you know, you know, I, uh, I was what's real interesting about a lot of these songs when we wanted to like write a lot of these 
you know, it, it's, it's not, well, not, I wouldn't say that we didn't have like an idea in mind, like a conceptually, like how we were going to approach it all the time. But a lot of times, like, you know, we'll go in and, and, and we'll just kind of do what we feel and how it comes out, which is kind of cool, you know, cause now we can look back and be asked these questions and we're like, holy shit, damn, that was a bit prophetic and prophetic. And it's like, you know, and it's writing and, and it's, you know, as far as like 47 goes, I'm not sure if 47 was, that was necessarily like the, what we was aiming for, but I think it, it I can't really do this on my own, you know, cause I, I was done before the whole group was even assembled. So it's kind of crazy, but yeah, facts, like it's facts, a, facts. definitely, definitely for these, like a lot of these records, like it's, it's really like a man, like this is how we feel. This is what, this is how it makes us feel. Let's just try to make sure that we all can, equally live on this song and have it make sense once we get all the pieces together, you know? That's crazy. Yeah, I, I guess in hindsight, I would say so, about 47, because it is, there is that sentiment there. Um, but I know, like, going into it, it wasn't necessarily something that we, that we thought about, you know, when we were writing it. But that is crazy. What's the significance of that uh, number to you? They really, they really... <laughs> Break it down, but I know um, Drex is really the guy. I couldn't even really, I couldn't even really tell you all the way. Like I know, like it's just, it's something that's very, it's something that he adopted for himself, and then it just kind of just all, it just made sense for us because like we just started seeing fucking forty sevens everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, they just, like, they, yo, Drex like passed that shit to yeah, us. Pat. But I know forty seven is, um, it's it's it, it's somewhat a representation of. Um, of the area code 407 which is yes, Orlando sure. right. which is like where, which is like where we're from mm-hmm. um he just i guess he just dropped the o right. but yeah 47 is just a number that like had been following him and then once they pointed it out to me like i started seeing, seeing that, that shit, shit everywhere everywhere and and and, and yeah i i mean yeah the same for all and of i believe us. <laughs> i bl- i want to say 47 is maddie's life path number which is fucking crazy um as well as some what? shit like that i think so something crazy like I know it has in like numerology, it's like an angel number, some crazy shit. It's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that motherfucker. For, for me, it's just like, it's a came, came full yeah, circle. Yeah, everything is just kind of, yeah, it just comes full circle for us. So I guess that's the significance, you know. And yeah, we kind of just adopted it and we ran with it. Such a, it just, it just became a thing of, you know, of the group and, you know, God bless Drex and like his whole, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. <laughs> Do you remember the last time you saw it somewhere? The way you're saying, you, you know, you, you started that, seeing I it everywhere. That, well, I, I, I know it was that one night we was at, we was at, we was at the lab and like, this nigga Kenny was washing clothes. <laughs> Kenny was washing some clothes and, 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 the, and he had put the timer on or whatever and Mitch had looked up and literally on the clock was 47 minutes left. And so we just took a picture of shit and he sent it, he like literally. Yeah, I want to, I want <laughs> That's wild. Like, yo, I think I've literally seen it like yesterday, like two times. Like, I just like, and 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 it's always like some. Most of the time, it's like looking at the time. I look at the time. It's like fucking one forty-seven, or it's like two forty-seven. Right, bro. Like, there was a one day I've seen that shit like every hour, literally, like for like for like eight hours. I've seen I've seen a forty-seven like every fucking hour. I don't know what it was, but um, yeah. Sometimes like it'll be something like. Like even crazier than that, like it'll be on, on like your receipt or some shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a guiding number. Facts, facts, facts. Fascinating. It's it's interesting that forty seven has ended up being you know about this kind of bigger thing that seems to bleed into your life a lot and kind of follow you everywhere to a certain extent. Uh, yeah. When the other song on the record that has a number as the title mm-hmm. three thousand and one mm-hmm. is a song that is de- like completely looking at the bigger picture, and you're kind of looking at stuff like. I think you're kind of speaking about gun control and political yeah, problems yeah, and lobbying was, um, and stuff like that. That, that. that record is pretty like, you know, it's crazy after like, after hearing it now, I'm like, damn, <laughs> this shit is hella political. <laughs> because, you know, because Jackson's verse is, you know, he's touching on the gun control and, and America. Lobby, right. And then, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hopped on there and I was kind of in, in, a, in a way trying to speak about my skin color and the plight of black folk. So like it, I, and I just fed off right off of what Jax was doing. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, that shit came together. The reason why it's called 3001 is has nothing to do with that. By the way, like it's literally like there was um Iggy made the beat, and this was and this beat was done 
back in like 2017. So this is like literally like well over a year before I even knew any of them. You know what I'm saying? But they, but Drex and like Drex and Iggy and Kenny, they're all pretty tight. You know what I'm saying? But they had did that beat years ago at this um, apartment complex out here in Orlando called 55 West. And it's like a high rise and shit. And they were up high as fuck. And like while Iggy was making the beat, Apparently, Drex, there was a train that passed by. He saw the train, and on the train, it just said 3,001, and he thought it was so cool. Like, the beat was playing, and the train rolling by, and he was 3,001. He was like, oh, shit, hell yeah. This bitch is called 3,001, so that's how you wrote the hook. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so really. That's why I didn't even know that story. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Drex just kind of went in on some, like, you know, kind of, I guess it's how he was feeling about, you know, the state of, this great nation at the moment or at that time, which is nothing really has changed, but if anything, it's probably gotten a little bit more crazier, a little more frenzy. Kind of delved into some things about that and same as me. And yeah, that's, that's how that shit came together. Call that whole 3001 because it just felt like the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just thinking about something there as you were speaking. It's The album's 14 tracks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 33 minutes. Yeah. What's 14 plus 33? Is that fucking 40? That's 47. <laughs> That's 47. Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> Alex, what you do? You open the Pandora yeah. box, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, let me, let uh, me hey, do the confirmation. X-Files, X-Files. <laughs> X-Files theme, theme intensifies. 14 songs. <laughs> 33, 33, 33 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. That's so sick. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, Alex, man. Yeah, Yo, are you good at math, man? You just did that on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I was like, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> That's 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 pretty yeah, tight. Crazy. I, we we got not even yeah, thought yeah, of that. G. Yeah, G. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Oh my gosh, I'm about to. Yo, yo, nah, yeah, 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 I mean, that, that also kind of highlights the fact that the record moves at such a speed, you know, 14 tracks in 33 minutes, it's going at some pace. At what point do you kind of get a sense of that and start to view the record as a whole in that way and the kind of momentum of it and the way it moves um, song to song at speed? Man, uh, man, to be honest, I don't even really... I, I mean, I know there were moments where... Um, when we were like, I guess, kind of coming down to like, how are we going to track list this whole thing? There were moments where we felt like, okay, this section, the top section was real crazy or like not real crazy, but we were more like dancey. And then like, you get to like the middle section, it's real hype. You get to like that, that right before you get to the end, you know what I'm saying? It kind of mellows out. The moment that it felt like an album for me was, um, I want to say like, Josh, when you recorded Vita, that for me was my moment outside of like, like hearing the album Word. itself. So like during the process of creating it, when I heard you, um, um, w- like when you laid down V-Day, I was like, yo, damn, this is like, oh, this is fucking beautiful. It's going to tie this shit up mm-hmm. really good. Listening to the album, um, like a- after its release, like the moment where I just really start to feel like, yo, damn, this is like, like I'm in here. Like I'm like, they took me, they took me to the, to their world is um, every time I die is when I get that feeling. Word, word, word. Every time I die, it sounds like, it sounds like we've now like, 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 like kind of experienced a few different sounds. And now we've, you know what I'm saying? Kind of gotten to know each other, right. so to speak. And, you know, you know, now it's just like, every time I die for me definitely gives me like a, uh, like a deep album mm-hmm. kind of feel. Like it's, 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 it's kind of surrounded yeah. me at that point. I did, I did. So. Yeah, I guess by that point as well, the sense that we have of the group is kind of solidified. Right, right, right. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, and once that's done, you can kind of push the sound in slightly different directions. Because, I mean, when it comes to the soundscape of it and, like, textures-wise and beats, it does get a little bit kind of far out the further in you go to the album. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 
after that, you got hatred, the patois, speaking like Jamaican patois on hatred. And then, you know what I'm saying? It kind of yeah. does open up crazy. Yeah. 47, then no. Yeah, 47 no and no beast, then, yeah. Out yeah, damn, it does. Like, yeah. Really. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, right after that. I mean, when you're playing with so many textures, where do you kind of find the sounds that you're going to use? Man, for me, it's like all about like how it, I guess, feels when we hear the production and how that production might, I guess, help accompany all the other records and, with, you know, with different types of production and shit, right? Like, I think I think that in itself really, like, makes that fucking train go a bit. What up, Kenny? What up, what up? My bad, my bad, being so late, I was super caught up. Oh, no, you good, bro. It's all good. good, good. You here now? You here now? I'm good. This is a, probably a great question. question. This is probably a great question that Kenny would love to answer yes. too. If Alex, Yo, what's if you up? Repeat that. What's up, Alex? Hey, nice to meet you. Where do you? I mean, we were just speaking about the kind of textures you're playing with on this record and the way you push it in so many different directions. Where do you find the sounds that you use to craft those kind of textures and play with? Oh hell yeah! Um, that just comes from uh, me and Iggy, the other producer. Uh, and Denny, we all we all sort of come from a very technical standpoint in a way. Like we like sort of dissecting stuff and trying to make it musical. It just comes from years of deep diving on SoundCloud, sort of being in that whole realm between like 2010 and 2015. There was just so much like it was sort of like this like this boom of Ableton and exploring and exploiting like all different audio effects within there and sort of just tapping into this new world of like ultra digital shit. It really, really came together where we, we have a lot of the same musical taste. So we sort of just brought together both the technical side of things and tried to bring in our influences of stuff over time. And really at the end of the day, it's like the chemistry between us that really makes it all work. Big facts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have a kind of, you're saying that, you know, you, you'll find some of it from like SoundCloud and stuff. Do you have a kind of big vault of stuff that you save that you think this could be something that would be cool to experiment with? Oh, hell yeah. Like artists? Yeah. So you could, uh, Courteous Family is a group of collectives where they're very, very forward left field, but their stuff is super cool. It's like Saruta, my boy, Noah the boy from, um, from Wisconsin up north there. There's actually a group here in Orlando called Easy Bake that's on there. But yeah, Courteous Family is really cool. All things from like old selection days, like Mr. Carmack and like Jonathan Stein and um, like, Oof. of course, Fly, Fly Low, Hudson Mohawk, Bauer in the early days was pushing boundaries. All these dudes were just killing it, man. It was so new to us and we were just losing our minds to it. Akali Medicine. There's this whole whole group called Film Noir that were all these like 17 year old kids that were just way ahead of their way out of their time. They were killing it, man. Um, yeah, that's like Oshi medicine, Akali, Monty Booker, um, Sam Gallatry. All it's oh, just shit, dude, Monty Booker's a part of that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, okay. man. He's he, deep, yeah. deep in there. He He's actually a great example of someone too, who sort of came out of that era where, you know, he, he took that with him and he's still making that very like forward production where it it collides very well with, you know, what people want to hear. So it's good. But love to meet him one day and sort of pick his brain. Yeah, I met yo, sidebar, I met Monty Booker. It was, it was really? fucking crazy. Yeah, it was like years ago. Like in Tallahassee, he did the he came to um, Tally to do this um this uh, uh I guess this like show where he like just came and DJ'd and like I remember he played us like this exclusive remix of uh, Smino's Anita with, with T-Pain. Nobody had yeah, heard it before. Fire. So oh, yeah. <laughs> he pulled up and did it. And he I'm has. Like, nah, 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 it's not the case. I just remember meeting that nigga and that nigga was like, yo, what's your name, man? And I was like, yo, my name's Crimson. My, at the time, my hair was red. So he's like, Crimson. Yeah, he's like, he like, yo, you, he's like, you make music? I was like, yeah, man, I'm artist. He's like, Oh man, I want to check your shit out, man. But he never checked my shit out. But it's all good, man. <laughs> he's, he's still fired up, you know. <laughs> yeah, another another sidebar with him, dude. Uh, like a good one for people to listen to is his first white label selection release. That was very much the Mon- Monty Booker that I'm talking about. He has a oh, song with that's sort of like where him and Smino, I think, really like lifted off was a song called Colors. With Colors and he has a, yeah, yeah, he has another one. I think it's I think it's called Home or it's it's. 
it's one of the songs on there that I still listen to to this day. There's a groove to that song that like, it's just unmatched. It's so good. Yeah. And a big shout out to Kalen Ellis as well. He's definitely part of the group. He's out here sure. pushing boundaries as well. Kalen. Oh, yeah. Kalen shit, boy. It's, in, it's interesting that the common thread of all the artists you mentioned there seems to be this idea of them being either ahead of their time or quite forward thinking which is something you could similarly apply to you guys music have you always been quite forward thinking as a group of individuals yeah i'd say so definitely oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah yeah 100 i think 10, i think a lot of us 50, it, it could, I, I could be wrong and, and like i don't i definitely don't want to speak for everybody when i say this but like just thinking out loud it, it could be a, sort of like it could be a product of us all sort of trying to make music for years and sort of exploring like what we like and a lot of us have been doing it for you know like just trying different things for like seven eight years now and it's it got to a point where it's like yo i want to make some things that you know i've never heard before yep and it was a lot of that that common thread between us all where we all just sort of collided at the right time and we started making things that we've never thought we could ever make and like it's a blessing man absolutely especially especially being from out here in like um florida specifically like yeah, um, hip hop music in general, but you know there are some dope, dope groups and and acts who are very forward thinking um, with their with their music. But you know, I feel like coming out of Florida, it was something that I, I you know I think we all kind of didn't really hear. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we felt like, damn, it'd be cool if we kind of married all of these elements together to to really kind of set a tone or create our own lane and 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 be as progressive as possible um just based off of our like surroundings you know kind of helped us gain that inspiration and like really just make this shit like different as much as we can and and you know different is such a broad term but just i guess i could say different from what we were surrounded by you know and what we hear Facts. nine times out of ten Facts. Yeah, yeah yeah coming up coming up like the music we make now is like music i would like dream have dreamed to make like i feel like like yeah like like just now listening to this like some of the shit we've done it's like bro like i feel like i'm listening to like another like someone else like this ain't even us right now like right, progress right. progression has always been kind of on my mind me personally sure. too. big facts <laughs> it's interesting you're saying there as well kenny that you're kind of making music that you never thought you could make and you're kind of making these again these forward-thinking things do certain songs open doors for you like will you write a track and then it kind of opens a pathway that you wouldn't have previously seen and suddenly you can create a whole bunch of new stuff by going down it <laughs> our whole second album was that <laughs> our whole second album was we me and me and iggy would throw the most maximalist beats at at all the singers and songwriters and see you soon. And uh, they would just find these pockets that I could never dream of. And like, I'm still just floored. I mean, I tell them, I tell them like uh, maybe like every month and a half or so, where I'm just like, yo, <laughs> I, I just can't believe what you guys did here. Um, but <laughs> it's absolutely right. amazing dog. And it, yeah, it just, it opened up a lot and it's, it's sort of like this, like this, like controlled chaos in a way where it's very, very, maximalist production and where they're able to just come out and come out and just sort of put a bow on top of the whole thing and sort of just wraps it all up keeps it in time find finding the right pocket it really has opened up a lot for at least us as the producers to sort of just be able to explore even more and find more and more chemistry within our bounds so awesome i like the idea of control chaos that's exactly yeah, what it is man it's <laughs> a fact yo. yes that's exactly right yeah exactly what it is. i mean you'll you'll hear you'll definitely hear a bit of it this week on friday you'll definitely get a little glimpse of what i'm talking about nice do you do you think being in a group of nine people brings more control or more chaos to the process of making music as a whole I, I i honestly don't really i don't think we think that deep i think we just really really like being around each other and we bring each other's best out of each other and i mean that's really where my thinking stops like it's just like 
man, when we're, when we're all together and we hit a stride and the see you soon, Holy spirit comes on mm -hmm. through, like <laughs> it is, it is, it is seriously something to behold. It is absolutely gorgeous. And it's happened enough times now where there's definitely something going on where it's just like, Hey, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Let's, let's have fun. Let's enjoy each other's company. And at the end of the day, that's, that's really all we can ask for. So making good music, being around the homies. Oh yeah. I second that. It's interesting as well, you know, what you mentioned about the beats for the second record kind of being a bit more maximalist. When it comes to the point of view of rapping atop them, if a beat's maximalist or a beat's minimalist, how does that kind of impact your approach to the words you're going to put on top of it in your performance? Hmm, great question. Uh, you know, I, 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 uh, it's like hard to like really, um, I guess, okay, I, I'd say like if it's more um, maximalist, meaning like, okay, there's, there's way more elements here in the production, maybe it probably best serves for me to write something that isn't as equally fucking nuts <laughs> just because i would like for the production to be you know we'd all like the production to like have it have a moment you know what i'm saying where you can hear everything what the fuck is going on you just and you, me as a writer you just as a writer find a, a very um interesting pocket or like a a, a pocket that um, where you feel like you're just kind of writing over it and you're not, you're not trying to attack it. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. I would say for me, a lot of the stuff that you guys are going to hear like going forward, leading up to the second album, it's going to be really different. So hearing that, obviously, like this was like the first time I had ever like written to anything like, like that. <laughs> so I would definitely like, I guess for me, like just going into it once I get the beat, I already like instantly like probably like in like the first 30 seconds I'll get a feeling from it already but I just <laughs> I don't know for me I just always want to say something that's 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 semi-cool that can make that can make someone say hey man like that's pretty tight what this guy said right there like it don't even got to be nothing like like crazy over the top <laughs> but, you know <laughs> I just always yeah. go into it like yo let me just say at least one cool thing and i should be fine and i just kind of ride it out <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> that's a fact Ever, it, it's cool too like as, as we you know we're still just tip of the iceberg when it comes to just our capabilities as a group too and the more we just sort of explore you sort of find like from a producer's point of view it's like uh josh has a beautiful singing voice he's very articulate when he raps and he can have like a nice groove slower rap too where it's like you have all these different things where you can pick from the arsenal and um sometimes we might be like hey you should do this and he'd be like nah i was really thinking that we should do like a melody it's like bet let's let's try that out and like that kind of exploration is what we're doing right now which is a lot of fun and each member sort of has something to bring to the table and it's like just fit in the right puzzle pieces um like Mitch, Mitch has a really good way of where there, there's a dance record on the second, second album, um, where it's a flow I've just straight up never heard before where I'm just like, I have no idea what you did there, dude, but that is <laughs> out of here. No daylight, Mitch, your shit is um, crazy. crazy. Hey, hey, hey smash out of the park. It's an absolute <laughs> smash out of the park right there, kid. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah it's just cool like Mad maddie's rapping a lot more she also can sing like a beautiful angel so it's just it's just cool being able to sort of like find these different rhythms with everyone so are you are you ever thinking about the group when you're making a beat and how it might factor in to their kind of approach to you know rapping or singing um yeah, sometimes for sure. Sometimes they, I mean, there's a lot of times they, they take the lead and it, like I said, that, that see you soon spirit just comes on through, man. It's, it's, a, it's above us sometimes. Like it just is magic sometimes. Uh, but there, I mean, like a song we just did two days ago, absolutely gorgeous track. And that was one where uh, I was making the beat. We had uh, another member, Drex. He came in, he did something to it. It gave me more of like a more of a feeling where the song was going to go. And I sort of pointed out like, Hey, let's have Maddie sing like Josh, try some melodic stuff here. Mitch can rap right here. And everybody did that. And it came out awesome. And that doesn't always happen, but um, when it does and it all sort of clicks, it's something to behold. So 
Lucky. Lucky oh, as a yeah. producer to have all these talented people around me. So blessing. Yeah. We live. Is the excitement that you get from like adding something into a song in that way different to the excitement you would get if you take something out of a mix? Yeah, could could you could you elaborate on on that a little bit more in terms of you're kind of expressing there that when you add all these things in it kind of gives the whole thing a real boost and you get that feeling of it all falling together when you're kind of editing songs later on and maybe you decide to take something out of a mix and it changes the way that you feel about the song and twists it are those two feelings of excitement a different feeling or are they the same thing even though you're doing the kind of opposing actions um no i think i think the the that real that real real feeling that big rush always just comes for whatever feels best for the song so like if it's if it's taken out or adding more if they're you only get it once you get that feeling that one time we're like oh my god like this is this is it um so taking out or adding more it's just it's just trying to find that right sweet spot i mean that too like i, I added i added a little more of it was just for example, like a Maddie section. I I doubled it because it sounded so good in the in the moment. And then like thirty minutes later, I took it out again, and it felt a lot better. And it was sort of everyone being like, "Ah, I think we should cut it back again." And it's like, "Yeah, let's let's do that." And it that feeling comes back. So is that feeling of what's right for the song different to the feeling of just being excited about a good piece of work in general, or a good like bar or whatever, or a good beat? Because what can excite you because it's good might not necessarily always be right for the song if you know what i mean yeah i mean i mean we've we actually just sort of started to get into more of like conceptual stuff so like sometimes we're we'll we'll be making something where we feel like oh this could be something crazy for a single or this or that after the fact and then it keeps going and it starts to take more of a fold and it's like hey i think this belongs in this realm and um I'm trying to think does that does that answer your question at all sorry <laughs> that thing you said there though about you know you're thinking about it in a conceptual way more was that something you didn't have on the first record or is that something we definitely do but like we we haven't really started a project going into it like that um it was more about like we were so linked up as friends and we were going through a lot of the same shit personally where like it's sort of like i said it's just this it, to me at least like it feels like it's sometimes just bigger than us man like there's there's nine different creative yeah like there's like nine different creatives around this one project and it's like you'll be surprised like how little arguments there are when it comes to like just arrangements or songs or like arguments is the wrong word just like any sort of dissonance between them like it when we make something like we all really do feel if it's special like everybody knows that it's special they all sort of fit like the times very well like it's it's we're super lucky to be able to have like all of us being able to express ourselves in a similar fashion and we 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 did two albums like that where i was like wow like we're we're really hitting like these cool conceptual projects without even truly truly being like setting it out and laying it out before we actually go into it and we're and we're doing that now with what would be the third album and uh sometimes we'll get these sparks where we'll be making a song and it's for like a single or a different idea but it comes out so in line with that concept where it's like hey let's let's have it for that like let's put it in that pocket now we're we're we're, def- we're diving more and more into that, and it's it's exciting, and it's more growth for the group, and it's fun. You mentioned something a, a little while back that you get a feeling sometimes, you know, when you're on the same page and you're connecting, it almost feels like a bigger thing, and like it's coming from somewhere else. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you get that feeling anywhere else in your life at any other time? Oh yeah. By myself when I'm making music for myself, I'm like, whoa, what the hell's going on here, bro? What is this? What is this? I would agree. I would agree, man. It's definitely like this. It's definitely tied to music, but just, just, just having that element of just having like making music with like, like a group of your best friends and shit. Um, I think that right there. Is, is is sort of unmatched for me and like an uncharted feeling so yeah for sure so after you're going on you've kind of been speaking a little bit about the future more the second and even possibly the third albums that are upcoming or that are in the works 
how I mean when you're working on the first record it's kind of treading into new waters a little bit you know you're just making your debut record you haven't done it before how did that part of it impact the record itself and that feeling of being a little bit unexperienced and kind of figuring it out for the first time in comparison to what you've done since I, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I was about to I say, bro, it, it really was. It's just that thing, just bigger than us. And we were just we were just making stuff we loved. That became more of a thing after the album was finished and we were talking rollout and, you know, coverage and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I've never dealt with that. So that was a little, um, at times, could feel a little daunting. As far as, like, the creative side of it, man, like, I don't think, like, I don't think there was any major hiccup or anything like that. Anyway, yeah, so. yes, but kind of having that confidence in yourself again. You know, I know we were speaking about forty-seven earlier. It kind of comes back to that. That's what you're speaking right. about in that song a little bit. It's about having that faith in yourself and not being afraid to show it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, it definitely, yeah. um, comes back. Yeah, to, yeah, full circle for real. That's definitely like important for us and from the, from the get go, from the jump. I, I should say rather than you know because yeah, it's, it's really just been very confident in what we each can bring to the table musically and um and yeah we just keep pushing we keep moving like that you know i think a really big part of that too is just the respect that goes around the table for everyone in the group everyone trusts everyone and what they can do and what they can deliver so someone's really feeling like a certain part and they come in and they come in hot and it's just something great man it's like everyone has sort of like what I was tying to earlier. Like everyone just has these little moments of like, Oh my God, man. So cool to like be able to witness and be a part of, of that feeling. So. How involved in, are you like in the visual side of the group as well, with like the music videos and the kind of sort of documentary series you did? Cause it feels like something that kind of carries into that a little bit, that electric energy, particularly the music videos. Yeah. We're, we're uh, in there, man. I think yeah. we're in there. We're in yeah, there. We're pretty, pretty <laughs> in there uh, when it comes to, yeah, we all that comes to the visual aspect. I think it's something that we're we're really trying to get into more, like really, really, like just kind of take up that mantle. And, um, yeah, it's all um, the talk really, right like, now. Right, right. Visually, um, but even for our like our prior stuff, our, our stuff that's already out right now, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely like all us. You know? Like a, a really big thing that we talk about all the time. Um, you know, COVID wasn't going on uh since the birth of the group is just how fun and cool the live shows would be for us and all the different like different ideas that we've thrown around for sets and um you know i'll I'll keep all that information pretty tucked for now we'll just wait until there's live shows but uh (laughs) just know that yeah we're we're definitely plotting a lot when it comes to live shows so do you would you ever um direct a video do you think well, we sort of, the, sort of every did, time right? I, every time I die a video, we, we did, um, we co-directed. I said we co-directed. Yeah. Yeah. I would um, say co-directed. We, we had, yeah, we had our friend that's Colin that's come that's in that's and that's sort of straighten it all out and really put it into video form. But the concept mm-hmm. and just from scene to scene was a very joint project. So yeah, for sure. And we're trying to, trying to move like that too, moving forward too. So do you ever write music with images in your mind? Do images come into your mind when you're working on music? Sometimes, some, sometimes for me, for me, sometimes, um, not all the time, but sometimes, yeah, I'll definitely have an image or like this picture of maybe, and I, sometimes that might help me um, write, you know, and it might enhance my writing because I, I have this image of, you know, certain things in my head. I'm like, oh, I can, you know, translate that to words, you know what I'm saying? And a weird way <laughs> you know so yeah for sure like it it, it happens on sometimes I and mean, sometimes it's just like like just straight up with it like you know what I mean? just black out kind of yeah i'm learning too i'm i'm learning too uh as we keep going on here that i didn't know how much what the name of the project affects like a lot of their writing sometimes not but like I've been told by a few people in the group where like whatever it's called, like can really um, sort of like shift gears in the imagery or like what they want to talk about. So yeah. I can so, attest to that. Yeah. I can attest to that for sure. But yo, um, for me personally, like sometimes when I'm writing shit, um, like a common image that'll pop into my head is like us performing, like, like, like I, I, I'll just see us performing this song like how we would move on stage would just be like more of like a vision of that um and just play that in my head a couple times 
And that sometimes does help how I write. Cause I'm like, okay, how would this translate live? You know what I mean? Like how can I twist this and perform it live? So I guess not, not, not necessarily in, oh, I guess still an image still, but like more just thinking about like us and like how we'd look performing it live, like on, on a stage, like, like freaking at, like, like, like I'm thinking about us performing at Coachella, like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. some wild mm-hmm. shit. And yeah, sometimes that helps. Almost thinking about the way that it flows as a group as well then and the kind of energy of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Kenny, you were saying a little while back that the name of a project can really affect what you're crafting are you do you mean like the name of the track or what were you kind of yeah 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 uh name of the track not like a album or anything but just like uh just naming something proper to whatever that feeling i get um or if, if it's something more like if me and iggy sit down and it's it like we just want to name it properly where we can sort of send it in the right direction of what we were feeling from it um it doesn't always, you know, it's not like a hundred percent rate, but it's just, I know like Mitch has told me before, like that really helps him and like gives him sort of like a little direction when it comes to like writing. And um, so I've, I've been more conscious of that when it comes to naming songs, instead of naming them like super sick project 1.2 or some shit like that, you know? actually give it <laughs> actually giving it like a actually giving it like a cool name like we do we do colors actually pretty frequently like we we just made one that was titled red and like red was perfect for like the vibe of that song so it's just cool to sort of see that come to life what color would you associate with the record the first album that is we we went back and forth on the album cover so those colors on the cover of that like really does the the yellow orange and blue really really i feel like is v-day is that something to do with florida as well because when i look at that cover it kind of brings up in my mind connotations of like a florida sunset or whatever but i don't know if that was yeah we like that hey we like that that's beautiful that's tight <laughs> nah i think what, what was i forgot what the idea for the i think was, i know it was like just three primary colors and I, i'm trying to remember like how well, I think we ran through and we ran through in chat and we were like, yo, mm, like, what okay, colors right. come mm-hmm. to mind? And then we all just put like, we, we all put a few colors no, in no, and then no, we no. just whittled it down. Tallied them up to and those, those were the three that everybody felt the most. Yeah, man. Okay, we're... Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are early days. So that's why I yeah. really, really do early. feel like, I really, really do feel like that is V-Day, like as wholesome as possible, like that those colors are it. Has the stuff you've been working on since taken on a slightly different palette of colors? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We've evolved evolved quite a bit since today. I mean, we're we're trying to like, you know, keep it like, we don't want to get too far away from like, Vida is a great album, you know, but like stuff we have been doing is out of here. So like, it's just, it's a, you know, it's humbling. We're, we're doing things, so it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, sure. What is working with each other and, and working with the group as a whole reveal to you most about yourself? Collaboration is a beautiful, beautiful thing to behold. And I don't think a lot of people really get to find it as well as we have. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. I've collabed with a lot of people over the years, just on a producer tip, not much of like with singers or songwriters and like, Amen. That's like a, for me, like I I like to sort of be spearheading things. So like, um, it's kind of hard where like, if if I'm feeling a certain way and it just doesn't click like three out of four times with people, but somehow we got, we got nine people together and all of us are just synced, man. And like, it's just, it's, it's crazy it's really really good really really nice yeah it's pretty nuts bro for me for me i would say like there's times where i was like um uh like with music i would kind of just like want to distance myself because I've, I've 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 worked with people in the past and like it always hasn't gone smooth um so to me it just proved that like yeah right. i just need to surround myself with the right people um and and and, and kind of not close myself off because there are times where, where where I had been in the past 
just kind of wanted to just, you know, do my own things and, 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 and kind of leave the, uh, outside influence to a minimum, but I was, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> so like, definitely that's just showed to me that, you know, like the energy is, energy is strong. Energy is important. Yes. Because like, it means music, just about, like you're around the right people. Favorite songs, even if it's from an individual artist, you know, collaboration is still at the heart of it, you know? There's like there's a multitude of producers, songwriters right. that might write on one song for one artist, you know, but there's there's a team of people working together. And um, a lot of times I think that goes unnoticed, you know, because when they see like a group of people actually putting out shit like together and fitting on, a, on one song, I guess like it's, it's become way more common now, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? But I remember, you know, I remember times where like being a group of like, like he grew. <laughs> like, he, you know, uh, he, I still yeah, get people that occasionally say that. some dumb yeah, shit like same, that to me. You know, so it's like, well, you don't really, you just don't understand, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm here. To, you know, it's, it's all good. You know, but yeah, guess, yeah, for sure. Collaboration is, is key. That's all it is. It's, um, with anything in life, you know, you need help. You know, what I'm saying you're gonna need people you know what i mean i feel like for the most part a, a good support system can never do you so i think that's one thing that this has taught me um being with a group of creating with a group of, of, of artists who we you know we share the same vision and goal um, it's very very fucking important if not the most important thing like, Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.